welcome to all the strong people out there. I don't know what you've been through, but I'm here to say you're not alone and to share with you how some days I'm just barely surviving and some days I'm thriving. Thank you for joining me today. Today's quote is by Glennon Doyle Melton. She says, be messy and complicated and afraid and show up anyways. Let's get into it. Today I'm going to be reading my blog post titled Parenting with Trauma and Sensory Sensitivities. Ugly crying and numbness mixed with regret. Why don't you just leave us then? Self-judgment, self-preservation. I just stare at the child who looked me in the eye and asked me, why don't you just leave us then? I'm silent. I can't apologize anymore. They are tired of hearing it and I'm tired of saying it. I messed up again. I snapped and had a sensory overload meltdown. To them it was mommy screaming scarily. Why don't you just leave us then? She has no idea how close I came just 12 short months ago. With brutal truth, I come back a few minutes later with, I did almost leave you last winter. I left out the part where I was suicidal and depressed, despite taking my prescribed medications correctly. I left out the part where mommy has alters and it's not always the right one in the driver's seat. I left out the part where just being alive was hard work, let alone the responsibilities and challenges of being a mom in a family I didn't tell my daughter that. Just like she thought she could be better off without me, I felt the same, that I could be better off without me. See, as a mom, you can't always do everything right. But as a mom with trauma, you are extra sensitive to that fact. And it becomes, I can't do anything right. And that, along with the world is not safe, it's hard to be okay with loud noises and screechy, moving little ones. And as a mom with sensory sensitivities or sensory processing disorder, all of the touching and the loud hits us like an attack. I want to paint and draw and write. I want to travel and think and make friends. But instead, I'm cooking spaghetti. My sensory kids have their texture and taste preferences, so I cook what they will eat. I forget that I absolutely can paint and draw and write and travel in the near future and be a mom. I forget that I'm a person. I hear, I don't like this. Not mine. I forgot. Wine, wine, wine. Who signs up for this shit? But now I'm here and I'm supposed to be the cycle breaker? (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I am so hard on myself because my abuser taught me I don't deserve to be treated like a human being. Anxiety and depression and other things that weigh us down while we're supposed to be lifting up our own children. Why don't you leave us then? Oh, I wish I could at times, kid, but that's because of me, not because of you. One of my very first questions after my deconstruction from Christianity was, What if my marriage doesn't survive? And I gave that some room to float around. So what if I ended up with divorce? I wanted a divorce so very, very much. I was not subtle about it. 
even offering it to my husband as if it was something he wanted that I could give him. I wanted to be free so badly from the suffocating weight of the responsibilities of a family. Not from the man himself, but from the crushing demands of wife and family. Why don't you just leave us then? Oh my God, you have no idea. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Because my daughters aren't supposed to have any idea. I'm mom. I'm strong. I've got myself and I've got you. We're okay. She doesn't need to know that I tried to kill myself when I was her age. She needs me to be a calm, open resource for her. I'm afraid I might accidentally say, quote, the truth, unquote. My response to my daughter's question was finally, I love you. You're a great person. I would really miss out if I left you. I know they love me and I feel so bad that they do. I wish they got someone better, someone without CPTSD, someone undamaged, someone without sensory meltdowns and communication breakdowns and suicidal ideations. But it is me. I'm the one. I'm the cycle breaker because my daughters are not meant to carry the weight of my burdens for me. Because being the cycle breaker means lifting up my children even when I get jealous that at their age I was trapped in hell. But I lift my children as high as I can because I am the cycle breaker. I'm hurting. I'm overwhelmed. I'm on meltdown mode. But my kids still need to be directed through bedtime routines. And I still have to be mentally prepared to go to work with a solution-oriented positive mindset tomorrow. Who cares about me? I care about me. I will continue to care about me. I now invest in me with therapy and hobbies, hobbies like painting and writing. I am strong enough to feel all of this mess and to move on. I am free enough from my past to acknowledge its effect on me and to move on. I am brave enough to say I'm making mistakes and I need help. I am hopeful enough to say, Wow, I've come so far in the 12 months since I almost did leave this family. I am brave. I am strong. I am resilient. And so can you. You can learn to practice the pause and bring yourself back into the present moment, away from the shadows of the past. I feel like it's a legitimate question. Would my family be better off without me? I am so frail and so torn and so strong and so brave and so tired and so hopeful and so overwhelmed. So I'll share with you my secret for how I'm going to rally myself in order to be a loving mom for bedtime, despite the fact that I prefer to go stone cold and fake affection on my kids. Because that's another method I've perfected, saying all of the correct words, but with emptiness. My secret for dealing with my children when I'm a hot mess express, radical acceptance and practice the pause. Radical acceptance that this is the situation, this is how it's going down right now, this is what they need from me. (sighs) Okay, I've got this. I'd like to read you a short poem. It's called Bend. I am frail like a feather and like a feather I can bend. I am soft like a feather, and like a feather I can mend. My shape, my color, my hue, my form, 
are soft, are golden, are purple, are warm. So go ahead and bend. Go ahead and rise up. Go ahead and set some boundaries. Go ahead and engage in a hobby. Go ahead and do something to support your child or children. Some days it takes a good cry, a text to the crisis text line at 741-741. Prioritize taking my meds and a reminder that yes, the cards are stacked against me. But yes, I am rising to the challenge. I'm telling you, a good cry is amazing. We shed stress hormones when we emotional cry that we don't shed when we uh, cry from other reasons like allergies or pain. It's science and it's proven to do me a world of good. I encourage you to do what works for you and to applaud yourself for when you know you've done a good job. Keep going. Keep shining. Thanks for being here, Jamie. When you're parenting, you're going to get burnout. You're going to have overwhelm. You're going to be all touched out from time to time. But we got to just make it through those moments for our kids, right? Parenting with trauma is a whole nother level of work. Parenting with sensory issues is a whole nother level of work. But we can do it. We can be there for our kids the way they need us to show up. Not the way we think they do. But if we listen to them, they'll tell us. I have a 12-year-old daughter and she loves to hang out with me. She comes in my room where I do my writing and she just chats away and rolls around on my bed and just talks to me. Then when she's done, she goes and bounces out of the room and she knows her mother is here available and listening. I don't have to be all up in her business or worry about who her friends are. My job is to teach her to set boundaries for herself, to love who she loves, and to be good to herself. That's easier said than done, right? We've all had issues with self-love from time to time. If not, then God bless you. Maybe I'm just generalizing too much. But I want to say thank you for being here and thank you for listening to this brief little episode. Whenever I read one of my blogs, they tend to be shorter episodes, but I was just really intrigued by this one and wanted to get it out there. So here it is, and that's it for me for today. And I hope that you remember to practice radical acceptance and practice the pause. Don't forget to reach out if you need help. 741-741 is the crisis text line. Until next time, take care. Thank you for joining me here today for another chat. I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email at authenticallyjamielynn at gmail.com. Again, that's the word authentically, J-A-M-I-E. L-Y-N-N dot com. I look forward to hearing from you.